I want to talk a little while about responding to automotive internet leads and that first response, that first phone call that goes out. So a lot of times I hear this call and this script and it, and it goes something like this. It's, hi, I'm so-and-so from such-and-such -such dealership. And is this so-and-so? Yeah. And it's great. Do you have a minute? Whatever. And then immediately almost, it's, yeah, you inquired about such-and-such -such vehicle. It's here. It's available for a test drive. Do mornings or afternoons work best for you? It's just sort of a go-right-for-the-throat appointment. And to me, a lot of times it sounds scripted. And while it may sound okay when we first listen to that as, as a staff member, and when we use it, we think, oh, that's cool, it's awesome, it closes an appointment by choice, blah, blah, blah. My position is that if we're doing the same thing largely, kind of doing the same thing in, in many areas of the country in the same trainers are training the same thing and we're all sort of saying it well when you're a consumer and and you send a lead in probably three to five dealerships are going to get that lead and you're going to get three to five of those calls today and about the third or fourth time somebody says something really similar wouldn't you think that it sort of starts to sound insincere and scripted and secondly when we go right for an appointment like that what do we have that's going to hold that consumer to that appointment? What have we done to really earn an appointment? We just have a car? I mean, how many other people have that same car, especially if it's a new car? Used cars can be a little different, but on new cars, if, if I'm just shopping around for a new car of a certain model, uh, why should I go to your dealership and not somewhere else? When they said virtually the exact same thing, so I want to talk a little bit about how I think we should approach that initial phone call and what our goal should be in that initial contact. So firstly, I believe we should read the lead. I believe we should actually take the time to look at what the customer sent to us. Now a lot of times we don't get all the data and the data is not correct that we do get, but we can at least make an effort to read it because sometimes there is a question or there is a concern that we could address. And when we call we certainly want to do that. After all, I'm here in the internet department. My job is to serve. If I'm a salesperson or a manager or a BD agent, I'm here to serve and try to help a consumer get a car. And if not, I'm probably in the wrong business. So I really want to help them first and foremost, and I want to express that. Part of that is just paying attention to what they said. We talk a lot in the car business about listening more and talking less, and that applies a little bit in the internet, and the way we start listening out of the gate is we read the lead. So many times we just don't read the lead and we just send a response. And that really is representative, I think, of a lot of the problems that that some salespeople have in the industry where they sell too much or talk too much and don't listen enough, but that's a different story. Anyway, after we read the lead, we want to make sure that we do respond appropriately. So if someone sends in a lead and it's a trade-in lead, we might not want to respond to that exactly the same as if someone sent in a lead wanting a price on a used car. So those are just a few examples. We want to make sure that our response is tailored to the actual lead that we received. And a lot of times, going back to the information, it's not going to be correct. We can always verify that with the consumer. 
So my goal when I call someone, and I do call first, I don't text first. I know there's, there's a lot of buzz about texting and how people don't answer the phone and so forth. And yeah, I get it. I understand that a lot of people, when they get a random phone call from a number they don't recognize to their cell phone, they're not going to answer. I get it. But if I submit a lead today about a car or about jewelry or a television or a boat, I'm expecting to get some calls on my mobile from some numbers I don't recognize. And if I'm really in the market, I'm probably going to answer those calls. So I have a little bit different opinion about that than some people. So I actually call first. I think that calling can benefit more so up front than texting or email for one simple reason. When we're in person talking to someone, there are a lot of visual cues and a lot of human communication is nonverbal and we can sort of watch what the other person's doing, how they're reacting and receiving what we're saying and how they're trying to tell us things. A lot of times more than, than what we're hearing, we're seeing. We don't have that when we're dealing with someone who's not on site. So if, if we're emailing or texting, we only have words. They don't know what our inflection was, what our tone was, what our speed was. But if we're on the phone, we at least have a little bit more of that control and we can put a little bit more of our personality and convey our feelings a little bit more clearly, I believe. And we can also, as a great benefit, going back to the listening part, we can listen and hear what their tone is and how they're saying things and maybe get a better message that they're trying to send us. So I like to call first just my opinion. When I call, I want to make sure that I try to get them on the phone and I want to be courteous. I want to make sure it's a good time to talk. I want to let them know that it's not going to take very long and then I don't want to take very long. You know, a lot of people teach that, hey, when, when we start talking and we say, hey, it's not going to take very long. And once they agree, we're going to take as long as it takes. Well, I, I just believe that we should tell people the truth and if it's not going to take long, it shouldn't take long. And, and it shouldn't take long. We're not calling someone to have a 30-minute conversation and sell a car over the telephone. And contrary to popular belief, we may not even be calling to set an appointment. What we're really doing is trying to establish some kind of contact and some kind of rapport with this customer and let them know a little bit about who we are and how we want to serve them and find out about what their needs are, where they are in the process, and how we can best serve them. So that initial phone call should be brief and it should be a listening engagement on our end. And I think that's where so many people miss the boat these days when they make calls out. They sort of have a script or they sort of have a goal in mind and I get it. We all need to set appointments. Appointments make the world go round in the dealership. I get it. But we don't just want to set appointments. We want appointments to show up. And for an appointment to set and to show up, I believe that there needs to be some, some good reasoning behind that. I know if I'm a consumer and three different people ask me to set an appointment today and they all say virtually the same thing, which one am I going to keep if I set three appointments? If I'm just a nice person and don't want to tell people no, I might not keep all three appointments. Maybe I buy a car at the first one. Maybe I don't even go to the first one. I don't know. So. What we want to do is think like a customer for a minute and maybe give them a reason to come see us. Maybe give them a reason to set an appointment with us. So what are some things that you can do as a person, as a salesperson, as a BD agent to set yourself apart and your dealership apart and your product apart so that that consumer will consider setting an appointment with you and 
coming to show up for the appointment. So a couple of those things that we can do are we can actually want to serve that customer. So many times today, sales tends to be about me, me, me. I want to sell something. I want this. I want that. I want them to do this. It's really not about what we want. It's about what the customer wants. And it's about taking care of that customer. And we can just let them know through the way we handle business up front, the way we reach out to them first, that we want to take good care of them. And that's our intention. And if we have that intention, that attitude of service when we reach out, then it can be a successful phone call. And a lot of times we don't have to have a script and we don't really have to have a destination that we're going to. It's okay to just call the customer and talk and listen. Listen more than we talk. It's okay to find out what that customer's pain points are, what that customer wants to do. It's okay to do something a little different this time. It's okay to not just have a canned presentation and a standard result. As a matter of fact, I would rather call a customer and have a conversation and then call them back and have another conversation and maybe set an appointment the second or third phone call because by that time I feel like I've established some rapport and I feel like they're more likely to show up for that appointment because there's something there, there's some content there, there's some relationship there. I really don't have a lot of confidence when I call a customer and they set an appointment right out of the gate unless it's something special. Like if I've got a special rare used car or a special car that not a lot of people have and it's the exact car they want, that's a different story, but that's the anomaly. That's not the masses. The masses of people, when I call them, I want to serve them and do a great job and earn that appointment earn them showing up for that appointment. And the way I do that is through an attitude of service and listening and finding out through this phone call how I can serve this customer.